0: Welcome to Arpanemi, this is Aritova Best the week of conflict. is it the week of conflict or is it the week of peace? And of course, because it's in the month of Elul, so really that's the question. Are we in a month of peace or are we in a month of war? How do you move forward? You know, there, on the one hand you can say when you're in an energy of war, you can get a lot of stuff done because it it generates a certain kind of heated energy. The war, like, you know, you have a a fight with somebody so you clean up the kitchen a lot because you have all this excess energy. There is a certain, the upside of a war is it produces a lot of energy. You can get things done. The downside, well, obviously the downside of war. I don't have to explain it. The upside of peace is it's peace. Everything's the way it was created to be. The downside of peace is um, if it's not true peace, then sometimes the motivation can be a little bit low. Okay, so when we are in Parshat Kiseite, the question is, how come on Shabbos, when we read Parshat Kiseite, we also read Parshat Kisava, Mincha time, and there are two exactly opposite energies. Kiseite is Kiseite LeMuchama Alevecha. The energy is, just picture it in a regular war, You leave home base, and you go out. Now you're no longer really grounded or safe, because you go out. And you don't just go out of your safe home base, but you go out to do something, you go out to do war. So you've just let go of your safe home base, and you're on the way out to do war. That's double, triple, stereo um, struggle. Right, and then add one more piece to the mix. Aluzecha. Who are you doing war with? Your enemy. So you're leaving home, so you're no longer grounded or safe. You're going out to war. Now you're really not grounded or safe, and it's against your enemies. So now you're really not grounded or safe. That's the energy of this week. Kisei. So if anybody has um, not such an easy week, well, now you know why. That's the energy. Kisei to the Now. Let's take the next parsha that you're going to read at mincha time on Shabbos, the very same Shabbos, the same Shabbos that, con- that contains two exact opposite energies that somehow have to fit together. So the second energy is Kisufai. What's the energy there? Remember, you say it's a, it's a war, you're leaving home, you have an enemy, conflict, conflict, no str- big struggle, no safety, no safety net. Feel all that. Now, Kisava. Um Kisava is Kisaba La Aratviya shaftaba You come home. Kisava, you arrived. Where? To the land. Which land? The Holy Land. You have arrived to the Holy Land. Grounded safe, grounded safe, grounded safe. Yarashtha. And then you find out it's yours. You've come home to this safe place. And now you find out it's actually yours. It always was yours. Take it over. Make it fully yours. Via Shabtaba and settle it. That is the exact opposite. That is extreme grounding, safe energy. You come home to the holiest place in the world and it belongs to you and you get to settle it. Amazing. Good. Both these two energies come in the same Shabbos. So that means they're part of one piece. They seem like two complete opposites, but they're part of one piece. So and one other one other question here. What does it show in um Maya Vaidah, besides the actual war? He the is really showing you just one other paradigm. The godly soul leaves its source in the world of Atsilis etc., and it comes down, 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 down to this physical world, to be in this physical body, to purify the body and the world, and guess what? That avaida coming down, your pure soul, down into this physical body and this world is, you just entered, you just left, you left your safe place up above, and you came down into the war zone with your enemy. Your enemy is not only necessarily not human enemies. The enemy of the gullus, the obstruction, the the adversary of the darkness, the gullus, the, all that stuff. Even the physicality seems to be fighting you, and you come down into this. So, how can you do it and be successful? Sounds really tough. And the the way of avida is menucha, shalom, peace. When we sit on our land, no war, it's our land. So, what is it telling us? That the way that we do war today has to be in a way of peace. How can you do war in a way of peace? Only if, that's the riddle, how can you do war in a way of peace? And not like, oh, okay, pretend that none of that. The only way, just like with David Amela who said, Nafshi Mikravli Madi," I was in a war against the enemy, and yet my soul was redeemed in peace? How's that possible? Would I be peaceful if the other if the other guy lost? I won, they lost? Or or they won, I lost, they for sure wouldn't be peaceful. So what is it? Only if it wasn't a real war. How can you go out to war in a way of peace? The way you can do it is, it's not a real war. not a real war. It's that, I heard someone speaking today, they said, today, every challenge that we are sent by Hashem, every challenge that we are sent, really used to be called a problem, used to be called a darkness, used to be called an enemy. And now what it is, is, looks the same, but it's a very different thing. Now what it is, is, each time we're sent one of those problems, those darknesses, it's actually an invitation by Hashem, by God himself, To expand into a bigger self. And a bigger circle of personal influence. Not only influencing out there, influencing other people out there, influencing ourselves. Hashem is offering, Hashem is offering us opportunities constantly, all day, to become bigger. Now bigger means, obviously, more grounded, safer, happier. More kisavay. We're used to living, kisei t'lemukhamah, it's a war, everything's a war, it's a problem, every every two seconds another problem, another problem, the problem addiction, the struggle addiction. We're used to that. Kisei t'lemukhamah is the the theme, the theme for Gullus. Most of us resonate with it. I, all day long, problems, problems. Another problem, another problem, another problem. <clears throat> come to the land that's about Geula today we're being offered Geula opportunities to settle more deeply into our part of the world more deeply into ourselves by becoming a bigger more expansive self doesn't just mean bigger but to every time Hashem is sending us a, a problem that what we see as a problem. He's really sending us an opportunity to expand and go deeper and settle more deeply into whom we were really created to be. So there's more peace. There's more peace there available. So that reframes it. Now we understand. How can in the same Shavas we be sent, given two Parshas that are the opposite, they're no longer the opposite. They probably never were opposites. On one, on one level they're opposites, but on the other level, from a higher perspective, it's all one thing. It's all deepening our grounding and our connection to truth and our real selves and our potential. And feeling more settled. When the Lubavitcher Rebbe says, Machta Eretz make Eretz Yisrael here. He means, if you're sitting on a park bench, and you may never sit on that park bench ever again, you may be in that park once in your life, and sit on that bench for five minutes. But that bench becomes the place where you mach Eretz Yisrael. You make that place into the land of Israel. The land Kisa el the land that you will come to in this second Parsha. So all day long we're being sent opportunities to live kisavah laaretz. When you come to the land, when will I come to the land? Well, where are you right now? Um, sitting at a bus stop. There's a bench there, and I'm waiting there, and I'm waiting for the bus. Good. You just came to Eretz Yisrael. What do you mean? This is a bus stop. Yeah, but the bus stop is waiting for you to sit on it, the bench for you to sit on it, and make in it into Eretz Yisrael by having the right thoughts, the right attitude, and realizing I was sent here for a reason. Yeah, but I've been sitting here for 45 minutes and the, the bus isn't coming. It feels like a war zone. And there's noise and this and mosquitoes. And Is it a war zone? Was I sent here just to torture me? Is it a war zone? No, 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 no. I was sent here because this little place wants to become Eretz Yisrael. When you come to the land. I just came to the land. My job is to make it into the land, the settled holy land, this little bench right here. And that now explains why he and the Inkisabha come together. Because all the supposed wars are really looking like supposed wars. What they really are is opportunities to settle the land and make the whole world into Eretz And I'm going to just end off with one really powerful point. Questions like this. Who chose this war? Because when it says, when you go out to war, it says, it's an optional war. This Pusik, when you go out to war, is actually talking about an optional war. When you're in an optional war, you can't really call it a war. You know when you're playing Monopoly with your friends and after a while you start to get really angry and like it's not fair, you you you're winning, it's not right and and you know and or the other person starts getting really angry and really nasty. At some point if you're smart you'll say, It's only a monopoly game. How about if we put the game away and go do something else? End of game. It's getting crazy. But this is not this is not a fun monopoly game anymore. It's only a game. Let's just put it in the box and close it up and do something else. So that was, that's like the optional war. If I choose to go to war at any point, so it's not a real war. I can't take a war anymore. Hey, you chose to be here. It's not a real war. If you choose it, you can go home anytime. Close up the box and go home. So, it says here, when it's saying that, says Tzolim Muhammad when you go out to war, refers to an optional war. Because, when Hashem decided to create the world, He came to us. Says He came and consulted with the Neshamas of Tzadikim, excuse me, the Neshamas of all Yiddin and asked, Hey guys, should we create a world? And maybe, Hashem explained to us, what that would involve. You know, a lot of what looks like a lot of struggle, a lot of struggle, a lot of darkness. All the ins and outs, I'm sure that Hashem probably really described what life would be like throughout all the years and all the years of Gullus. Because if, if somebody's offering you a, a business deal, you want to know what, you know, would you like to buy, you know, would you like to buy a share in this or buy this vitamin? It's only $200. You know, for a 10-day supply. Well, tell me more about it. And then I'll decide if I want to. So surely Hashem, when he said, should we create a world, surely implied was a whole description of what it would be like being in that world. And when we heard all that, we said yes. Yes, let's create a world. And we understood, obviously, that the world would imply it would feel like you're in a war zone almost all the time. And we said yes. And based on our yes, Hashem created the world. So the Pusset says here it's an optional war. That is the optional war. We said yes to this war. This creation of the world, which is a war zone, we said yes. We could have said no. We said yes. So now that we live within this world that feels like a war zone, so Hashem gently, or not so gently, reminds us, hey, you guys said yes, I told you about it. You said it's okay, we'll be good. Let's do it anyway. So this is called an optional war. So when we walk around feeling like, I feel like I'm in a war zone all day long in life, life feels like a constant war zone, Hashem can gently remind us and say, you chose this. Could have said no. You chose you chose to when I asked you should we create a world, you chose this. Therefore, says Hashem, what you call living in a war zone, it's an optional war. It's one that you chose. So then it's not a real war. Feels like a war, looks like a war, but it's not a real war because you chose to do it. And therefore, what it really is, is something different. I mean, what kind of a normal person would choose to live in a war for, you know, 5,700 and however many years? We did. So Hashem said, so you can't call it a war, a true war. We said, well, all right, yeah, I guess, okay. So Hashem said, so really when you're saying the world is all about you go into war, is it really? Or is it really about Kisavah La'aretz? All these 5,700 and whatever number of years we've done so far are all about entering the land of Israel with Gaula. Wasn't an easy entry. And it isn't an easy entry now. But it isn't about fighting a war. The main thing that's going on in life today is not fighting a war. It's entering the land of Israel, becoming grounded, whole, complete, peaceful, luminous, creative, expansive, co-creators, etc., etc., all those words. And bringing the whole world to that recognition. So that's the answer. Why Kisaita and Kisavah together? Because of that. And therefore, what we might consider doing is, Changing our mind- mindsets. What if we make our achlata? Let's see. What should I do for the month of Elul? How about if I switch from thinking that I'm constantly in a war? Switch from thinking my life is kisei to going out to war. Rather to switch to my life is kisavala art. My life is about settling into the holy land and expanding the holy land right here, right now, at any given second. That's a pretty good chuva for Elo. That'll kind of keep us busy, and it basically encompasses the whole thing. So let's bless each other with a k'sivah sima taiva, a good, sweet, beautiful, healthy, expansive, happy, holy new year in which we find ourselves in the land, find out it was always ours, we inherit it, we settle it, and we... Meet each other in the base of the immediately now.